1: Good evening, folks. It's time for your Wednesday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And actually, we're going to begin with some announcements dealing with the podcast, Um, some changes that are coming. Um, We'll begin, one, with uh, a person who is leaving, Jeff. Uh, Yes. Jeff Stapleton is, is well, he'll be on for, for tomorrow and Friday, but since we, right. all three of us are on today's podcast, we figured today would be the day to do the announcement. Right. Uh, Jeff Stapleton is moving on to uh, further endeavors,
0: so to speak. Yeah, um, I'll still be in the town, but uh, we'll be completely kind of out of the business, but what my new position will be, will be writing, so it's kind of the same sort of deal and research, so.
1: so But but Jeff, Jeff is moving on, and what this is enabling is David Lefkowitz. Uh, David to uh, move into Jeff's full-time spot. So rather than well-deserved uh, here, David, three times a week, you will hear him five days a week. So yeah. Sorry in advance. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, David, David has been an excellent reporter as has been lead reporter on a number of big events right off of the bat and was the perfect person to move into that position. Yep. Uh, so he will actually start full-time, not next week. But on the 13th, uh, so there will be a, a week of adjustment and then starting on the 13th, David will be joining me on this podcast five days a week. And and what David doesn't know is that on the days that I eventually take vacation, uh, David will be doing the podcast by himself. So just, just be ready for that. Yeah, yeah and you'll, I,
0: find, you'll find uh, out really quickly if you can, uh, you know, talk consistently on your own on, on many different subjects at whatever you covered that day. <laughs>
2: oh, I can talk myself i'm just oh. worried the audience oh,
0: yeah I, well that's that's a totally different story but <laughs> i found when matt was gone and i was doing the pod by myself i had no problem talking for 11 minutes whether it was interesting i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah well and, and i've done them a few time on my own as well and uh yeah usually about seven minutes people get bored because yeah, they're right. bored so yeah. so <laughs> but uh, so so those are the changes that will be coming they start uh, this friday and uh we'll go through the 13th but uh Again, Jeff, congratulations on your you. new position. You. David, congratulations on your yeah, new absolutely. position.
0: Congratulations so, to David. So,
1: and uh, I, I will remain in my position, though. Eventually, eventually, <laughs> I will get back into the building. As compared to,
0: to <laughs> doing it for my you there permanently in your position on the couch.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. As we as we continue to rehab the the knee injury, which which folks know about. So, yep. um, yeah, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. We're we're, we're walking now with crutches. But we're walking with both feet. Uh, we're just not not able to drive. By the way, if you're going to do a knee injury, injure your non-driving leg. That's just just my recommendation next time. So
0: I remember when I had an ankle injury, I still had a stick-shift car, which meant you needed both legs to because you have to apply the clutch as well. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, my personal advice is don't injure either a leg. But, you know, if you, if you, you have to injure, write that down. Yeah, if you if you have to injure one, injure the one you don't have to break with. Right. So,
0: yep.
1: So, moving on from that, we did actually cover stories today. And Jeff, you actually had the lead story today. Uh, the state school superintendent is leaving after just one year in the job.
0: Yeah, she was appointed from Wyoming, where she uh, served Jillian Baylor, we're talking about. Uh, She served as the uh, state superintendent there for two terms, I believe. And then uh, she was appointed by uh, Governor Youngkin when he took office in January of last year. Um, She sent a letter to Governor Youngkin uh, this morning saying that she is uh, going to uh, leave the position effective March 9th. You may remember that uh, the Department of Education has uh, made some news uh, recently in the uh, beginning of the calendar year when uh, some miscalculations led to um, some uh, school divisions. In fact, every school division in the state getting less money than, uh, uh, than, than they would have anticipated from the state. Uh, Governor Youngkin's administration had said that they were going to try to fix all that in the budget. Of course, we don't know what the budget well, details are yeah, yet, but and you, actually, you actually, have my insight on that, yes.
1: Yeah, let, let me interrupt there. They actually did, when they passed the skinny budget over the yeah. weekend, uh, primarily what that did is that fixed the $200 million okay. problem. Okay. So, so just so to, that's
0: been resolved, but still resolved. it was a black eye for the Department of Education for a while uh, with that miscalculation there. There was also criticism in her office for the uh, uh, the history standards that had to that they, they were submitted, but then they had to be rewritten because there were some inaccuracies in there. Right, and, and so they still and they still to, haven't
1: been fully. I, I don't believe they've yeah. been fully approved yet. So
0: they have not been fully approved, and uh, so in the middle of all that, uh, Julian uh is said that uh, she is going to be uh, resigning her position. That's effective next Thursday. She said the things that you'd expect her to say that it was an honor for her to serve uh, the Commonwealth and that she's going to uh, uh, provide as much assistance as she can to uh, provide a smooth transition to whomever the next superintendent of public instruction is.
1: Yeah. She was not well liked in, in progressive quarters, um, and was getting a lot of criticism, especially during the standard stuff. The, the education funding is easy to, 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 to peg on, but, um, the the standard stuff she got a lot of criticism in progressive quarters yep. um in regards to that and um the the resignation is both surprising and not surprising at the same time so
0: right and i imagine she had pressure from somewhere to um, to resign right i don't know if it was from the governor's office probably not but who knows yeah and and i mean you don't you
1: don't come from Wyoming to Virginia and only stay a year and have that be your original plan. So yeah. anyone anyone suggesting that this this was just you know part of part of you know the the course of normal business that's 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 a long way to come for for one year of work.
0: Yeah, uh, she did say that uh, she was uh, pleased with the progress in the education agenda that the past two general assemblies have done including passing the Virginia Literacy Act mm-hmm. which she was behind and uh so that was uh, one of the things that uh, she said that uh, was a an accomplishment during her one year as a uh, yeah
1: and, and the governor has had some successes with his proposals on education yeah. but yeah. but but far fewer than I think he he hoped for or has been pushing for so yeah. so um but you mentioned his uh you mentioned the governor you mentioned March 9th Hey, the governor happens to be. Oh, and you mentioned education too. Yes, uh, the governor is going to be doing a town hall on CNN on education on March 9th. Um, So that that should be interesting to see how how that how that goes. Uh, not not sure surprisingly, he's making it.
0: What? I'm not sure if that was a coincidence that that was her resignation date or not. It,
1: it, you know, it's it's quite interesting when when she said March 9th, I was looking at that, that all together and going, oh, that's 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 some." Mm, weird ties together i don't have anything that says it is you know tied together
0: but (laughs) that seems right um now since her resignation date is effective june or march 9th that means probably her last day is the 8th so
1: yes yeah so exactly so but um the move to to be on cnn is not surprising of course because the governor as much as he probably will deny it is is probably gearing up for a presidential run or at least wants his name out there um if only to be considered for as a potential vice presidential candidate um so i don't think it's it's surprising that he's getting his name out there as you hear ron DeSantis mentioned daily and of course a certain other republican who once was president being mentioned daily as well so Mm -hmm. i don't think think any of that is surprising
0: so basically this uh January I don't know why I keep saying the wrong month. March 9th date is uh the forum for an education thing that's going to be broadcast on CNN is that?
1: Yeah, it, it's going to be a live broadcast. It's going to be in Washington DC although they said they're going to talk about issues um uh important to Virginians. So I don't know if they're they're bringing a group in from Virginia or you know have selected a a random group of Virginians to come to DC. Um but that's they're going to Have this event in Washington, D.C. It's going to be hosted by Jake Tapper, uh, you know, a very prominent CNN uh, show host and reporter. Um, And they're going to talk about education issues. It'll be interesting to see how local they get on that. My guess is probably not very because it's a national broadcast and they want to keep people interested. So. So it'll be. Be, be interesting we'll keep an eye on it one interesting thing just a side note as of this moment right now based on the uh acc basketball standings that would also be the same time that uva plays their first game in the acc tournament i made a mistake earlier i said it would be a a, a uh, uva potentially unc matchup i actually think it's it, it's a i actually think it's a uh a uh a uh, different matchup uh, because I think UNC is actually the sixth seed and that game would actually be a different game altogether, but that's, uh, it would potentially be a UVA basketball game if standings hold.
0: So it all, it, would it's only interesting the fact that uh, that forum is going on it's not like we're WRVA is probably going to carry that live or anything like that No no I believe it or not
1: I actually did ask about it oh, okay. but then thought about it for a second and said no you know UVA basketball we'd have to give pregame and and uh and full game and then that would uh yeah you know keep it from uh keep it, keep us from being able to to broadcast that so right and if it was uh, it was virginia tech of course we wouldn't be able to broadcast it at 96.1 fm either so
0: yeah. <laughs> so
1: <we> moving <laughs> <laughs> sorry as we discuss basketball our our daily basketball references as 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 uh as right. jeff knows david, hey, it is moving, march so yeah it is <laughs> yes exactly um david moving on from that you did uh, two stories today you uh, uh was on uh, senator tim Kaine's uh conference call with reporters um i guess discussed a, a lot in regards to um military spouses and work. Um, What exactly did the uh, senator have to say there?
2: Yeah, so that was sort of his main focus um, was this legislation that he introduced. I believe he actually introduced it for the first time last year and it didn't wind up getting passed, but uh, it has been sort of slowly accruing bipartisan support since then. Uh, So he's pretty confident it'll wind up getting passed this year. uh, And it's uh, essentially... A uh, bill that groups military spouses into uh, a program that is already existing for some other groups that basically uh, gives businesses a tax credit if they hire uh, people from those groups. So initially, it was for you know people coming out of prisons uh, who you know were struggling to get jobs. Businesses were incentivized with a tax break or a tax credit, rather, to uh, hire them. And then when uh, the veteran unemployment rate was particularly high, uh, veterans were looped into this program. Now uh, this bill would aim to uh, loop military spouses into that because essentially with how much a lot of military families have to move around, it can be very difficult for uh, the uh for the partner who is not in the military to keep a job um, because a lot of businesses don't want to hire someone who they know is going to be moving in, you know, the not too distant future. So um, this would incentivize that with a tax credit for the business uh, in hopes of sort of uh, helping military spouses uh, actually be able to build a career.
1: Understood. And obviously yeah, that is a difficulty and I'm sure a lot of families in our area deal with that with Fort Lee being nearby. Um, you also have, uh, you know, the bases down in Hampton Roads as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Any number of bases down, down in Hampton Roads uh, that, that face that uh, as well. You also spoke to uh, Hanover. They're in need of foster parents. What is the situation going on in Hanover?
2: Yes. So in Hanover right now, they have more uh, foster, uh, kids than they have in the last 14 years. Um, they have 53 children in the foster care program right now. Uh, significant number of whom need, uh, more stable, you know, housing, more stable, a more stable foster situation. Um, and a a not insignificant portion of whom have, um, some behavior issues that need to be addressed, which is why, they're in such urgent need of, you know, families who can help accommodate that. Um, you know, I was asking why this, uh, why the number has gone up, or it is so high right now, higher than it's been in 14 years, because when you say, you know, what was going on 14, 15 years ago, obviously, there was a lot of uh, economic issues going on. Uh, so I asked, you know, is it largely an economic thing? And that is a big part of it, uh, poverty Uh, The poverty rate has been on the rise in Hanover, uh, as well as around Virginia. Um, But also uh, some um, mental health, like more widespread mental health issues, especially uh, after the pandemic, uh, have played a role as well. But they are just, you know, they are really in need of foster parents out there right
1: now. And truth be told, you know, in terms of having parents take on this, you know, people, uh, adults take on this thing. Inflation, you know, it cuts, kids are expensive. (laughs) Kids, kids are very expensive. So, you know, you you don't necessarily want to take on that, that extra cost. Um, You know, you know, there there are great things, but kids are expensive. You know, you know, you you know, love my kids to death, but they're, they cost a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) They don't, they don't listen to the podcast anyways. I don't have to worry about this. (laughs) <laughs> so so we, we and Eddie get on, on a lighter note with that. And then also um Easter on Parade is returning to Monument Avenue uh, for the first time in three years. Um so if you're looking for something to do on Easter Sunday, you can head down to Monument Avenue um and uh see if the uh, tens of thousands return to to that uh festival slash parade slash whatever you want to call it um down on monument avenue. The last one they held was 2019 because uh, COVID hit right before Easter in 2020, still had uh, restrictions in 2021. And then last year, they couldn't get the money together to do one in 2022.
0: So And Easter, I think, is what, April 9th? April 9th, that is
1: correct. So Sunday, April April 9th, yes. I knew it was in April this year. I couldn't remember the exact date, yeah. so I was trying I'm not trying to say to it enough, right
0: off. I was to figure out on my phone when Easter was, but it's still uh, since we just started Ash Wednesday a week ago.
1: Yes, For, yeah, was, forty days from yeah, Tuesday. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta eliminate the Sundays, as we all know from Catholic uh, teachings. That uh, yes. it, it, doing the the calendar from Wednesday to Sunday doesn't quite add up to forty days.
1: Oh, don't get <laughs> me Don't get me started about uh, doing uh, doing Ascension um, on on the weekend now instead of uh, in the middle of the week, where it's supposed to be. Uh, um, you know 50 days after um after easter or, 40 or pentecost days. right yeah yeah pentecost sorry yeah. pentecost and you know you know figure from there because that, that that screws up the math completely yeah, yeah math. it does so.
0: you don't count sundays apparently
1: yes yeah, so. <laughs> so
0: we got david completely
1: confused over here i, is- I never knew catholicism involved so much math Yes. yes yes a lot of math a lot of uh-huh. math don't 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 make us start talking about counting rosaries if you're stuff.
0: talking about <laughs> uh, answers in catholicism or just religion in general i think three is generally a good answer yes <laughs> three forty yes but even
1: but even but even there a three isn't isn't always correct because sometimes it's three and one and with that we're gonna end <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> again this is going to be very very good for the few Catholics that are listening to the show so so anyway sorry about sorry to leave you out in the the dark there David so (laughs) so anyways this has been a goofy Wednesday edition of its news to us for Jeff Stapleton and David Lefkowitz I'm news director Matt Dubline. we'll talk to you on Thursday
0: all-star closer Kenley Jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time